This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and this is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background and of course spoil the endings. All in less than five minutes? We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do The Tempest by William Shakespeare, written in 1611. Why is it called that? A tempest is a big storm, a violent, windy storm. The tempest is named after the big storm that dominates the entire first scene of the play. The storm is not just literal, it is also the storm within many of the characters. Shakespeare, as usual, draws our attention not just to the word, but to the thing behind the word. When Prospero uses his magic to whip up a storm that shipwrecks the king of Naples on the island, the tempest seems like a very physical manifestation of Prospero's anger and his suffering. But he is not a murderer. He does not kill. Although not a kind man, he may not be evil. So what's it all about? In Act 1, close to a Mediterranean island, a storm overcomes a ship that carries King Alonso of Naples, his son Ferdinand, and his brother Sebastian. They were on their way home from Tunis to Italy when the storm hit and demolished their ship. Shipwrecked with them are the courtier, Gonzalo, and the Duke of Milan, Antonio. From the island, Prospero, the former Duke of Milan, watches the storm and shipwreck with his 15-year-old daughter Miranda. Miranda fears for the ship's crew, but Prospero assures her that everything is fine. He decides to open up about his past, telling her about how 12 years previously, his brother Antonia had deposed him in a coup. With the aid of Gonzalo, Prospero had escaped in a boat with the infant Miranda and his books of magic. They travelled to the island, made it their home, and enslaved the only native islander, Caliban. The only other inhabitants of the island are the spirits, including Ariel, whom Prospero has rescued from imprisonment in a tree. Since Antonia was on the boat that is now shipwrecked, Prospero hopes finally to rectify his past. As Miranda sleeps, Prospero discusses his role in the shipwreck with Ariel. They plot about what to do with the men now that they are on shore. The courtiers from the ship are cast ashore unharmed, but the king is near despair, believing that Ferdinand, his son, has drowned. Ferdinand has actually arrived safely on a different part of the island, where he meets Miranda, and they instantly fall in love. Prospero, fearing for his daughter, captures Ferdinand and forces him to carry wood. In the meantime, Ariel seeks his freedom. Prospero promises that he will liberate Ariel from servitude, following the completion of just a few more tasks. Act 2. Ariel uses music to lead the courtiers astray, while Sebastian and Antonio plot to kill the king while he is asleep. Their attempt is foiled by Ariel. All of the people from the ship become even more confused as they wander around. In another part of the island, the timid court fool Trinculo has come ashore and discovered Caliban. Trinculo hides beside Caliban from an approaching storm, and the ship's butler, Stefano, finds them. Act 3-4 to four. Stefano, Caliban, and Trinculo, at Caliban's suggestion, intend to kill Prospero and make Stefano lord of the island. They get very drunk before setting off to the cell to kill Prospero. Ariel, who saw the whole thing in his invisible state, reports this wicked plot to his master. Meanwhile, Prospero has relented and gives his blessing for Ferdinand and Miranda's marriage. He then entertains them with a mask of goodness and dancing reapers before he remembers Caliban's plots. Prospero and Ariel then set a trap for the three plotters. Stefano and Trinculo fall for their plot and become distracted by gaudy clothes hung out for them. After they touch the clothing, they're chased away by spirits disguised as dogs. 
Ariel brings all the courtiers to the cell where Prospero, renouncing his magic, reveals himself. Instead of enacting his revenge, he forgives them and accepts the return of his dukedom. Ferdinand and Miranda are betrothed. Sailors come to announce that the ship is safe. Prospero fulfills his promise and frees Ariel while Caliban and the drunken servants are rebuked. The play ends as all go to celebrate their reunions, and Prospero asks the audience to release him from their play. If you didn't know the play before, you do now a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. The script of this episode was written thanks to Shakespeare.org, the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust. That's all from us at The Aside, and this episode of Script Tease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Script Tease episodes and over 300 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Halebury for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening. Listening.